All right, let's get into this conversation. Let's get into this discussion, okay? Because I've been waiting for an appropriate time for me to get on the mic and address this. Them, the Amazon Studios original, I guess you could say series, produced or executive produced um, by a lot of people, but specifically created by a black man and uh, executively produced by one of um, many supposedly prominent black figures today in Hollywood and also in the LGBTQ movement, which is Miss Lena Waithe. <clears throat> like I said, one of many people on the project, but who created it, I believe it was a little Marvin. Don't quote me, okay? <sighs> I was told or recommended to watch this series by my boyfriend who told me, being that I liked us and, um, what do you call it? I like Justin Peel and his um, comedic sense, and I like him when he got into his dark side. I think everything except for his Twilight Zone. I I read, um, um, him for, um, for filth, because um, I read Peel for filth because I felt like, first of all, anybody who knows me knows that I love uh, the original Twilight Zone, and that Rod Sterling is like my boyfriend in my head. Like, I don't know, he was just so super swaggy to me. Every time he came on, everything was so custom, tailored, fitted. You know what I'm saying? Even though cigarettes is disgusting, it's just something about the way he held that cigarette in every episode. The way he was just so, you know, like debonair and just dapper like that. And also, he had a great, brilliant-ass mind. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a very, very big Rod Serling. So when I found out that um, Twilight Zone was being done over i definitely read it for filth so anyway i was told to um watch them being as added like us and, and stuff that's like kind of themed like that and also there's always some kind of hidden um theme of um maybe superstition or something dark and i love horror right he's like you should watch it i'm like cool <sighs> being that i be busy i haven't had time to watch it but i sat down and watched it last night and child I watched from the first episode all the way to the, the 10th episode because the first season and the only season only has 10 episodes. And boy, the, child, I'm just going to tell you right now, if you haven't taken the time to watch it or if you're watching it now and you have not finished watching it, please turn me off because spoiler alert. That's all. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I'm going to give you another five, four, three, two. One, to get the hell off this podcast episode before I spoil your shit. All right, now you've been warned. Here we go. I'm I'm upset. I'm pissed off, and I'm at, at the, I'm at the point as a 36 year old African Haitian, okay, Haitian African Haitian American, okay. I'm at the point where I'm sick and tired of this narrative um, of when you want to talk about a black project or when you put a, when you put black history together that the common most ran theme or the, the common time frame or errors they keep running back to to portray is these times where we was in serious oppression um the times where quote unquote I guess like Donald Trump would say make America great again that time right that time where we was under the foot where they was stepping on our necks if you know I don't want to I don't want to you know with, the, with this uh, Chauvin trial coming on or whatever, and I, I think I'm, I'm hearing that the verdict is coming down now. The jury's coming down any minute, though. You know, these were the days where Emmett Till's was happening. You know what I'm trying to say? And everything was, these people want uh, their way of life back again. And I think we all seen since all these BLM and Black Lives Matter situations and protests and riots and killings or murders, I should say, assassinations, even some would say, I think we all started to see this 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 new re-emerging this that one say no this re-emerging of that Karen spirit this spirit they call Karening okay and all throughout this series of them you gonna see the original fucking Karens ain't nothing but one original Karen running through this whole motherfucking neighborhood and all the fuck she wants to do is get these niggas fuck out now them is there is a lot of stuff going on in them I'm not even gonna lie to you originally what the show was depicting or focusing on was how between, I think they said 1946 and maybe 1979, right before the 1980s, how a large group of um, African Americans migrated from the South to get away from Jim Crow law, 
to come up to the north for better opportunities and jobs. Um, basically, the Yankees wasn't moving like that, you know, and also um, better opportunity for their families at home. And so this was supposed to be depicting families that were specifically moving from the south to this area known as Compton. Now, Compton, what we know as Compton today is run the fuck down, okay? We know that that is, I mean, hell, slums. They're just slum city over there, okay? But it shows you a time that most people knew about and some didn't know about. Where There was a time where Compton was super white, super affluent, super rich before it got ran the fuck down, you know? And this is really the common thing that goes on in a lot of places. Like, even here in New York City in Queens, we have a place called um, Jamaica Avenue. And my mother knows a different Jamaica Avenue than my Jamaica Avenue. Jamaica Avenue today, they're trying to rebuild it to be kind of like a strip for center malls and stuff. But even when I was growing up in high school, it was kind of like, you you know, there's stores and stuff, but it's the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's really outside the hood. There was nothing about it that uh, hinted at what my mother was saying was that it was very white. It was very rich. Was it nobody but white people all over Queens? What y'all know is Queens today is the hood where Nas used to put, where Nas came from and run DMC and all that. What, 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 you know, growing up in the night, what you knew, that wasn't the Queens of 1920s. And where I live now in my part of Queens, like, the founders were white. Okay, well, what happened is what started to happen in them, <clears throat> which was uh, blacks started moving in. Blacks started investing, saying they want to get the hell out. Blacks want to get away from other blacks that were still tearing each other down. Because after Jim Crow was sharecropping, all they did was stack uh, Negroes on top of each other in those new, uh, those what we still know as project buildings. Okay, instead of spreading you out across the board, they stacked people up on top of each other in little what they call ghettos. Okay, they literally are called ghettos. Okay, now, um, with this being said. Um, you got this black family moving in. <laughs> the wife has no idea that she's moving into an all-white neighborhood. The kids even ask, is there going to be black people there? He lied. He said yes. When they went to sign the papers, the wife noticed that there's some kind of clause that says no Negro bloodshed. What in the hell is this shit here? The white woman tells her, the real, the real estate agent who selling, whoever's selling in the house, don't you worry about that. Uh, legally, we can't enforce that anymore. The times have changed. She puts a big X over it. It's just sign here. The house is yours. Just like I told you. And they get it. But little do we know along the way, there's a catch to it, okay? The first biggest obvious catch is this uh, super racist people in this neighborhood, okay? And the, the, the disgusted lengths of measures that they're willing to go through <coughs> to get these people out. Now, this theme, even though this they're talking about Compton, like I said, happened um, in history. And then eventually what happens is they get, they get scared. And so, as a matter of fact, I was um, telling somebody, I was like, if y'all remember um, Puff Daddy's um, song, We Ain't Going Nowhere, We Ain't going nowhere we ain't going nowhere you know we can't be stopped now because we're bad boy for like that one in the video it was ben stiller was in the video in the video and i'll never forget it was a nice white rich neighborhood it was quiet you heard the birds chirping and the bees buzzing you know everything was just quiet and this this focusing on the house and the door opens up and it's ben stiller and it's, he's like ah oh takes in that good air, looks at his nice, clean neighborhood, goes to the front porch, and he bends down to pick up the newspaper when all of a sudden, boom, music starts blasting. He turns to the left. It's like a parade of niggas coming down the street. They coming in SUVs. Niggas got rims. They got champagne bottles hanging out the car. And who the fuck is it but Puffy and the gang? They moving in. It's day one. And the first thing he says is, damn. There goes the neighborhood because that's the mentality. And if enough people start coming in, what happened? They move the fuck out. <laughs> and then what, then Compton now becomes, uh, instead of the affluent Compton you had at the time, you have Compton today because they got the fuck out and they start moving to other areas. Keep trying to keep us out from there. Hell, some of them went to the mountains. The most disturbing thing, and there's a lot of disturbing things to me. There's so much disturbing stuff to me in this movie that's not even funny. But like I said, this common fucking running narrative of like, we got to keep showing you. We have to remind you. Now, this is supposed to be a horror so I like horror, but I feel like if this is a series, you want me to sit here and watch a series for what? how many seasons of what black debauchery? Like, what, them. So we're just going to keep watching in the next uh, season, because i seen the entire season. Boy, was I, I, I was, first I was in love with, I was in, I was interested. But then I seen this one scene, I think it's episode five. This scene right here just was so unnecessary to me. They uh, went and depicted uh, the woman who was home alone with her infant son and I think her husband was out with the two girls they went to the car well we find out later they went to the carnival all we see in them in the beginning we know that something went wrong that some creepy white lady old white lady came in front of her house singing some creepy ass song that was 
obviously uh, connected to some demon that was inside of her, possessing her. And then at one point, she heard the baby crying. She was saying all kind of creepy stuff. She, she's like, this bitch is weird. That's why I don't talk to people. That's why I don't like opening the door when I'm alone by myself. But she, especially when I'm at my house, if I'm not expecting a package, if you're not going to identify yourself at the door, don't. don't. Long story short, uh, the lady said, is that your baby? She said, can I have your baby? I said, who the fuck says can I have your baby? But this white woman is saying it like, you know, again, make America great again. Back then, they could do whatever they want, and they like to keep oppressing. But also, she was possessed by this spirit as well that just kept oppressing Negroes. For some reason, this spirit that was in some of these people's oppressed Negroes and have to make Negroes suffer because if they don't suffer, it's going to suffer more. Don't you know they ran up in this woman's house? She brought her two hillbilly, dirty, sweaty, dirty-ass hillbilly sons. They holding her down and raping her, taking turns, holding her down and raping her. When one is not raping her, they're with the mother who takes the baby, puts the baby in a pillowcase, and decides to play cat in a bag with a Negro male baby during Black Lives Matter. And they toss this Negro baby back and forth. When I tell you this scene is too fucking much, when I tell you what was you trying to do, yeah, it's a thriller, but are you trying to psychologically mind fuck people? Because honestly, as a mother of an infant male black son, I was like, what in the fuck is going on here? And how in the fuck long is this scene going to take place? When I tell you I was pissed off, I said, so wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all got the number one most streamed show. Look, at I hate sellout African-American niggas, what I call boule house niggas. Thank you, Lena Wade. Thank you, little fucking Marvin, Marion. I don't give a fuck. Who cares at this point? Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I hope the checks was worth it because I can't understand how the fuck. Listen, nigga. Well, this is what they be saying. Well, we wanted to show, you know, what we went through as a people. Uh, we, you know, because as a people, as a people, as a, as a fucking people, we have seen enough, my nigga. As a fucking people, we got the fucking idea, my nigga. As a fucking people, there's too many different documentaries, too many fucking movies from 12 Years a Slave to I'm Star, my nigga. I can name every single fucking one. Even Oprah played herself as Boulay Black Bitch with busted ass feet and corns running through the fields and beloved and shit. Don't tell me I don't know about Negro suffering in fucking film, okay? So to keep telling me that you got to keep addressing it, keep addressing it, I don't see Jewish the, the, the so-called the so-called Jews of the day and I don't mean that with no disrespect I don't see the so-called Jews of the day keep fucking making new movie about when we was gassed in the chambers I do not see you know Jews of the day they might have Schindler's List they might have a good couple classics they might have Anne Frank nigga but one thing they're not doing is keep fucking them in the mind talking about hey remember when you was gassed remember when your people was tattooed with numbers remember 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 but because it happened to you because it happened well because it happened we have to keep talking about it Chen, that is psychological abuse why y'all tolerate it okay they said it was number one stream oh, i told lena wade i told little marvin <laughs> i tell y'all without without like stuff i go to the people and i tell them directly that they would sell out house niggas that i couldn't believe that they would not even just a scene like that, but they also in the in the in the, in the show they had a scene where they killed a, a, later on a, a black couple. This woman was nine months pregnant, and literally her water just broke when the white man decided that he was gonna gouge her and her boyfriend's eyes out all because their wagon had broke down on the side of the road, and then they set them. Um, on fire, a pregnant woman who was in labor after they done gouged her, lies, her eyes out and she was black. And I kept saying, what the fuck is this attack? Obviously, in this whole show, there's this theme about either a spirit coming in and either making the black man or the black woman in Compton take out the the husband and the kids, which ends up breaking up the family, putting the, 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 the wife or the husband in, or mostly the wife in an insane asylum. And then eventually they lose their house and they sell to another black family and so forth and so forth and so forth. Meanwhile, behind the scenes... What we don't know is there's a banking system because we all know banks need money. You know, banks don't. We could keep our money in the bank all day long, but unless they charge an overdraft fee, unless they charge some kind of, they ain't making no money, okay? And banks can't loan no money. Banks don't have money to loan. They use our monies to loan it out, meaning if we don't have no money in their bank or if they can't convince us to keep money in their bank, they can't give out loan, which is why when banks give out loan, they want to make sure you can pay it the fuck back because it's not their freaking money. And any money they could get back from it is the interest because they got to put it back in everybody's account that they borrowed it from. You're not going to see it because it's going to show uh, digitally you still have 
have it, but really the money's being recycled, distributed, and put back in every fucking day. Moving forward, the banks decided that they wanted money. At this point, they wanted houses to sell, and they wanted big money. They did not care if they had to sell to Negroes, and they knew as white bankers that white people, their own white people, was not going to like the idea of Negroes moving in, so they wasn't going to tell them that they was going to sell to Negroes. They was going to just slowly but surely keep letting Negroes move into these neighborhoods, for example, in the show Compton, right? Now, at the same time, the banking industries is connected to the real estate agents or the realtor who's selling the house. So they're like, keep doing your job. Keep finding black people to put in these areas so we could push these white people out. Why they want to push the white people out? Because they want them to run to other areas that's more prominent where the mortgage and stuff is way higher and the taxes is higher because at this point they want to get the fuck away from them. You see, not only was they playing niggas, but they was playing their own. All for filthy Lucas sake. And this is what's happened. The same thing with gentrification. Gentrification is the opposite. You got a bunch of people, a ghetto black people in a neighborhood, but you know that the resources, the area... Basically, location, location, location is so you know how I like how can we get them out of here? How can we get out of here? Let's fix it up. Once you start fixing it up, once you start changing it up, once you start um, making it better, at first people in the area will say, Oh, this is good, this is getting better, but now you're making it more expensive. Once you make it more expensive, what happens? Those people who once were able to afford to live there on their, in their little poverty income or mediocre income can no longer afford to live there and you don't push them out. So now they're trying to, it's happening in Harlem here in New York and it's happening in Brooklyn. Okay, the Jews is buying up all the Harlem and all the Brooklyn because it's right there by the city and they want it. You know what I'm saying? They just want it. It's been going on for years now. They're going in and they're literally offering businesses big money check today. Just close out. Get out. It's been going on for the longest time. So this is what they do for big money. Now, meanwhile, while the realtor is lying to black people to make them feel comfortable to come in and lie and putting them in a situation which could potentially have them and their families killed, the realtor also has cahoots with the cops in the county. This is all important. They have cahoots with the cops in the county because um, anytime the people going to get out of control and the people was getting out of control, the people was turning up the heat, the white people, fuck the people, the white people was turning up the heat to basically say, get the fuck out. You're not wanted here. Anytime the tensions got too crazy where the white people is going to go take issues into the hand, here come the cop who looks just like them. But they think the cop is going to do what they want them to do. Look, it's niggas here. They're here and they get, get them out. But the cop surprisingly turns around and says, hey, what's the problem? But did they break any laws? And, and they're confused. You want to know why they're confused? Because the cop is in cahoots with the realtor who puts him there to keep the racial tensions at bay. Okay, they can't have everything go too bad right away because other Negroes going to hear and they're not going to want to come to Compton. Okay, so it's like they have a the family has a sense of protection, but not really. Okay, and meanwhile, all they're doing in the house is losing their mind and losing their mind and losing their mind and losing their mind and losing their mind. Okay, and the only white person I got I seen get abused. <laughs> And that entire thing was white Karen, the main white Karen across the street when she called the black woman nigga. And she came out, she smacked that bitch so hard. And you never seen a white bitch fall apart. You know how they like to act all prissy and calm and like they never have a bad moment because nine out of ten they're on antidepressants or popping some other fucking happy pill. Like they always be acting like they just they just woke up like that. Hi, here we are. <laughs> That's not you. Stop lying. She slapped the when she got the slip shit slapped out of that bitch went in the house and had a nervous fucking breakdown. And then it had the nerve to get herself kidnapped by the milkman who, who, who she thought the biggest threat was going to be niggas. And even, 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 even when he shot her, she was running gracefully across a field by the time he let her go. And he shot her. She was running gracefully across the field in her little pink dress, smiling with a little blonde hair blowing. She, she died with grace and class is basically what I'm saying. They was playing classical music when the bitch was, excuse me, I don't say bitch, but when the lady was gaming, her eyes gouged out with fire poker. Okay, while she was in labor, her, her water breaking, they making her stand up and she can't even collapse down. She can't hardly stand. You don't tell me. But you know, most of you gave us was slapping the white woman. Thanks, Lena Wave. Hello. Why, black America, Hollywood, when y'all making these movies, why y'all can't fuck her day? And white people, if you get offended, that's, I don't even know. But I don't even think white people get mad. Okay, if, if you really understand, you shouldn't get mad because you, you should understand that is our time. Why we can't have a day where somebody just put a narrative together where the, where the fucking slave owners is niggas? Why we can't just flip the script for a day where we just have a, a, a main character walking through some shit where it's Black History Month and he's going through time and all of a sudden he just falls asleep and have this big, massive dream about what if things were different? We can't write no narrative like that. You mean to tell me all the money y'all got, okay? 
and, Ch- and Chadwick Boseman is going, we can't do no more things like Wakanda. There'll never be another Wakanda. You can't really mimic Wakanda, but you can't give us nothing else. You know, what sickens me the most about this generation, when I think about how the white man was holding her down, I mean, she can't even get to her child, and she got to watch. And they thrust the baby back and forth. You know, the sickening thing about it is when they was done with the baby and they was done with her, she was laying on the floor and they dropped the so-called pillowcase and then they have like blood. They had like, they look like a baby skull, like in the outline of the bag. And then they got a, they got a blood, like a spot of blood that started to run from the pillowcase. Come on. And it looked like black matted hair from the baby head. Come on. Why you should we, you had to show us that, but you can't show us busting them in the fucking head. You just can't do that. You can during Black Lives Matter, y'all gonna marry hell hour went off. Y'all people are sick in the fucking hand. Don't tell me, oh, this is a project. Nah, you you not. So when I thought I was bugging, the first thing I said was them, Amazon, us. I wanted to know if anybody, if I was the only person. I, I cannot be the only person that's like this shit is a little over the top. Like, even when they finally got in the house to get this guy in the last uh, I guess episode eight through ten, the way they did him in front of his daughter, the way they did his daughter, I, I can't understand. And the sickest thing about it is if you knew that your wife was violated by the white man, you always had unresolved guilt that you left that day with your girls to go to the carnival. And when you left, your, your innocent son and never did nothing to nobody was, was murdered by the white man. Two men raped your, your wife. I mean, she lost, she lost her mind pretty much. And then you low-key moved your whole family to a white neighborhood. When she moved in there, she was like, why, why would you do that? I didn't, we didn't understand at the time why she was so caught up on it, but she had a gun. From the first day she moved in, she had a gun. We was like, well, I was like, why is she so defensive? We found out later why she's so defensive of white people. She was talking about these white men just hanging outside the door. It's 3 o'clock in the morning and you're comfortable. She's like, that's why I'm up because I don't feel comfortable. As my husband, what are you doing bringing me to this white area? And guess what? The white man violated them more over there. That's what we kept seeing. And then some black Sambo spirit that's coming back, you know, putting a battery in his back to kill cops, put a battery in his back. He put a battery in his back. He did kill a white cop. But when Black Sambo showed up and he had the drop to shoot the to white the white pregnant lady, don't you know that's when the man snapped out his senses because the little girls came out the house and said, Daddy. And I said, oh, Lena Waithe and, and little William. Well, you all, y'all would never show the white pregnant woman getting shot in the head. Y'all can't even shoot the white woman in the head pregnant. I know, I know, I know. Because whitey ain't going to let you get number one stream and get that check if you do. The whitey don't like that. Okay? It's the same way when, what you call her, Halle Berry won uh, a cat, what is it, Best Appointed Actress, don't quote me, that year for Monsters Ball. And you know what scene, you know you know what that whole thing was about? The whole movie was about a woman who was already impoverished, working at a diner, times was hard. Her baby father, Puffy, the ugly, oh God, the ugliest I've ever seen that nigga. i never seen a nigga look so ugly in a movie and he can't act for shit. This nigga Puffy was sitting on death row, and she had an overweight son that she had with him, but whatever. She, she was struggling as a parent. Long story short, it turns out that the correctional officer, Tommy Lee or whoever, who killed him and pulled the switch or whatever or brought him to the, to the chair to, to kill him is the same nigga she ends up meeting, starting a new life with. And at one point, there's a scene where, where Halle Berry is butt naked, and she's, you know, basically getting humped the hell out of her by this white old man who literally at the end of the day is like the white man killed your nigga your white man took your nigga put him in the jail whether he was right or wrong white man killed your nigga the same white man whether it was figuratively or not or literally the same white man come back into your life try to make your life better fuck the dead man bitch crazy all day long and then after her child died just moving to the house and with a racist father that's looking at him all day like yeah son in my day i like nigga juice too i like little nigga pussy some shit like that he said i like dark meat too son in my day with a racist ass father this what Halle berry got her fucking ass, america that's what she got it for i wish y'all pay attention yeah i'm glad you got it what you get it for because you didn't play no other amazing roles you didn't do nothing amazing in losing isaiah oh yeah you didn't play you didn't act your ass off in losing isaiah yeah you're right Halle. You didn't do anything else good before that. It was, that was the only thing that you could have got it for. And the same thing, you got number one stream because white man love that shit. The creepiest thing about this is like, you, what are you giving them? You giving them ideas? What are you giving them the ideas, the blueprint? And then what are you trying to do? Put the black, the, the, the way I feel that people are psychologically mindfucking this shit, it makes you feel like your whole life, you and your entire family is attacked if you're African-American and that you need to watch your back, watch your kids and probably get a gun and a pistol to put in your house in case these motherfuckers watch this shit and get ideas. Nigga, you ain't kicking my door and holding me down. Fucking nigga, I will chew your white dick off. I bet what? God forbid, if anything, be me and my son going out there. How dare y'all? This is what y'all put doing the Black Lives Matter. They, but I don't want them to shoot the white person. I'm just saying they wouldn't depict that. Shit is hilarious to me. All they depicted was her getting just slapped the hell out of her. 
The white bitch didn't even get raped by the white man that was holding her hostage in the fuck. My nigga, I didn't even say I want white women. I don't want women at all. I'm just, I'm just surprised that when this generation kills me because if you know what our women, our ancestors, the women went through being degraded, not by choice, but they was forced to degrade themselves and be raped and tortured and they was breeded for filthy lucre. Say, I said breeded. The same way dogs get breeded for people to sell them for money, they got breeded. And then you see a generation of African-American or people who have some kind of minority descent literally degrading themselves today for naught, for nothing twerking all the fucking day long so you mean to tell me our ancestors got our ancestors got raped <laughs> our ancestors got breeded our ancestors got killed niggas wearing muzzles on the face whipped and all that shit by a white man just for you to still carry yourself like this like some of you the trash that y'all is today because that's what y'all want to do all day is be half naked and fucking twerking it's not even about judging it's just going back to the fight and going back to the battle you didn't come from that shit you know what i'm saying that's the shit they was trying to make you from the beginning fucking pieces of meat <laughs> That's an object, bro, a fucking property. That's why I can't stand when women be out here today trying to justify what they're doing. Because you couldn't justify that to your ancestor. If they could look at us today with chains and whips and shit on their face, they'd be like, this what you doing? That's what we did it for. All y'all want to do all day long. Degrade yourself on, 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 on volunteering shit. I'll do it because I, I want to do it. Because I, I never seen a generation, as soon as they get older, they get dumb like kids, my nigga. You're supposed to be dumb when, you, when you're younger. Once you get older, you're supposed to do better. It, 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 y'all just got so caught up, and when I get 18, I could be a fucking... Yeah, okay, go ahead. Knock yourself out. Degrading the fuck out yourselves. Damn shame. So I don't like them. If it was up to me, I personally would say boycott it. I'm actually specifically going to probably do another episode on it because there's certain episodes I did want to break down. But yeah, like I said, if you um in the industry and you want to make the white man happy, the best African-American fills his name is like the butler, 12 years a slave. You have to look at what's going number one. You have to look at how traumatic the stuff is and you have to know what it is that those black people put together. But what you need to stop accepting is that this is the only narrative that you can give us. What you need to stop expecting from or, or accepting from people that's supposed to be creators and people that's supposed to be, uh I don't know, it's four or five uh, what are you doing? Is this the best that you got for me? Is this the best that you got for me? Oppression in every scene. The girl got so oppressed. This black girl got so oppressed. They talking to spirits because it's supposed to be a horror too. Like I said, the, the house also got a spirit in it. The town got a spirit in it supposedly to take out black families. Like I said, possess them and make them uh, go crazy and kill uh, the kids in the house. But they, one of the spirits had the girl so damn crazy making her feel like uh, she wasn't going to be beautiful unless she was a white girl. And then they have a scene where they got the black girl, a little beautiful melanated black girl, dipping her hair in white paint. Then the child uh, covers her entire body from head to toe in white paint. It's like she's in a trance or something. And so for some reason, she thinks she's in a cheerleading squad. This entire cheerleading squad is phantom ghosts or something because, like I said, the town and the house is possessed by some demon that's supposed to keep making uh, black people's minds go crazy. She go to the bonfire, I guess, at the um, homecoming at night. And this and all white from head to the she had a white wig on too, like white textured wig on. Even the white kids sat there and looked at her. I said, This is what you're showing us. You know what I'm saying? Like the desperation is so real to be white that this girl don't lost her money. Oh my nigga, I cannot. I just see this shit and I just be like, You gotta pay for this shit. You gotta pay for this. You gotta pay and a, and a black man going through and through and through. <laughs> black Sambo coming. Yo, I, I ain't never been so valiant on my damn life. I feel like why lean away at the end? This nigga don't just be white face now. I just feel like I'm surprised black people hadn't do it at all. You know I had to find out who put it together. I said, who did this? Who did this? Who did this? Google search, Google search. And I looked at lean away from low. And I looked and I had to. I know who lean away that I want to see. I said, ain't this some shit black? They give the creator uh, is a black male. At the end of the day, the creator, okay, who exactly believe the creator. And you got a whole bunch of white people. You gave them a check just so they can have probably the time of their life. I'm not saying every actor on there feels that way, but to help the white man keep reliving that time. To just keep reliving that time. We can't even dream of the world. At least they dream of Wakanda for somebody. I don't know. Chopper's fun. I just be thinking this thing today. I'm just like, this is, um... Actually, I feel like it, it also fuels Black Lives Matter. I feel the type of thing that if you watch it, you can get very emotionally. You gotta, you gotta control your emotions watching this thing because honestly, what it's meant to do is what it's, it's, it's gonna do what it's meant to do. It did it to me. You know, it did it to me. I could see exactly what they was doing. I also feel like they almost set in a blueprint. 
if they had to, if you had to put it in code, you're talking about them. But which, who is them? Which them is them? When, that's the other thing. When you're talking about them, who is them? You're talking about them, the black people? Or are we talking about from the black man's perspective or the black American perspective Amer- and experience in America, them, the white man? You see, whose perspective was we really looking at this at? Yeah, I know who the main characters were. I know what their stories were. But all I, all I seen is like their entire life from damn near the beginning to the end was the person of the world. I mean, did they have any other joy? Well, I tell you, I, uh, only thing scary about it, and this is a sad thing about it, the ghost wasn't scary. Like finding out that the girl she was seeing was a ghost was not scary. Finding out that the wife, the cousin she was talking to the whole time was really that guy manifesting himself as an invisible friend that was that was not there that was not scary to me everything that was meant to be um, scary like there's a spirit in the town and that shit was scary the most horrifying thing to me was the way the white people were in the movie and how everything was okay (laughs) and how much hatred they had and the lengths they went through okay especially to be pregnant I just had a baby to be pregnant and gouged out with fire pokers in your eye you and your significant other while your water just broke and you're in fucking labor i don't understand stuff like that just because in the guy's mind he was sick and he thought something that wasn't or he had hatred in his heart i don't understand shit like that showing you want to tell you the scene then the sad thing about it is they replayed the scene at the end because black sambo and 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 the, the main character the guys in the movie theater this guy done got busted up this after the white man kicked his door in and Oh my God! If his daughter didn't take the axe, I, 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 some of these scenes is too long, man. It's going to touch a nerve. It's too much. It really is too much. <laughs> and this is one season. They could have really made it a movie. I think the fact that it's a, that it's a show, it made it really more. You know, that to me, the most the most scary thing was the traumatizing things they make you see. You know. The fact that they like they just keep reminding you, Asian American is going through hate in this camp community now, and they, you think they're gonna keep revisiting and making movie, and it's not like Black Atlantic slave trade or transatlantic slave trade in um three and four hundred years of of oppression for Black people of uh for being slaves or Black people of color for being slaves, and it's not certainly what happened to the Jews in the Holocaust, but they do still have their. Th- you think they're gonna keep making? Why we gotta keep focus on this? You know how they be like, well. You know, um, you are what you think, or you know, like mind over matter. I don't know, nigga. Like, is the black person so you finally made it to the top? You got all this money, and you got your creator. You can create anything. You can write anything. Why do y'all keep writing this bullshit? I don't want it. I'm over it. Like, I don't even want to watch it. I thought we was talking about them when he them when my boyfriend says like us. I thought he meant it like in a scary way where it wasn't so racist. It was just scary with just but a black inspired one. Which still was like a fake us in a way. Just like I said, the scary aspects wasn't shit. The scarier parts of it was the whole um, boule house nigga mentality, which people don't think that house niggas still exist. Malcolm X, you're the last, probably one of those. Nope, the last. And Martin Luther King, really, Malcolm X tried to tell y'all. He tried to tell African Americans it was the people of the book. They didn't want to hear that. That's when he started to really wake up later, later, later um, in the nation of Islam. That's when they really said, take him out, take him out, take him out. <laughs> Not only that, he getting too much power. These people are listening. Okay, bitches was leaving perms, leaving creamy cat, going back to natural. It was too much. This man knew what he was talking about. And he told you to this day that just because somebody's black don't mean that they're for you. It's such a thing to this day as house nigga or feel nigga. And most of the people on top of making money is in there for a reason. Like Oprah. Oprah is always going to be number one paid as long as she sticks to what Whitey want her to do. Okay, Oprah got all the money in the world. She's a very knowledgeable woman. If she wanted to put in a Wakanda three times and put Tyler Perry and a thousand people together, she could. But guess what? The white man's going to say no. Okay, this is what happened to Jay-Z. When Jay-Z came out and did one of the most uh, realest albums ever, the most wokest albums. Damn, I forgot the name of it. Whereas when he started getting his hair natural again, he wasn't doing all that. And you know, it, that should have been his number one album. So, and then he went and didn't get the Grammy. Everybody couldn't understand why the most realest album that he ever put out, where he was actually talking against uh, police brutality and all this stuff. Because you, you, you're not going to get rewarded on that. You're not supposed to be waking up the passions. That's not, no. You're supposed to keep keeping them wanting to do drugs, alcohol, and all this other stuff. You know, and I'm looking at Compton today, like, what a joke. That they was lined up. That's a, what killed We already, already knew that black people move in, white people move out. I know justification. White people come back because they say, wait a minute, what the fuck did they give up all this time ago? These niggas move in and took it? Let's make it up. Oh, super expensive. They can't afford to kick them out. I know about that. 
But damn, I didn't even know that the banks was the banks was so lewd, fucking filthy, um, hungry for money at the time. They just said we'll just we'll sell the blacks at this point. We'll cause racial tensions at this point. We don't care if care if whole families get murdered at this point. Did we get the sale? Okay, did we get the sale? That's all they care about. And they didn't just want to do Compton. They had a map. That's how big it was. This whole meeting was like a whole map. They had a bunch of little pins. This first, that first, that first. When we're going to move blacks that's coming in from the south into these areas. These people who've always been here, we're going to move them out to these nice other. We're going to and basically make bank. And that's what it was all about. Meanwhile, people was dying of race rights. And the best they could do, the realtor people, and cut the cops a check is to keep some kind of uh, puppet cop around that's always on call. Not the family knows he's on call, but if the family calls and says, why did y'all sell us this house? We want to sell the house. Could you go over there and calm down the situation? And they calm down. Hey, what's going on? Eh, yeah. Yeah, all right. All the game. The white man been playing people since the beginning of time, and I am not a racist. It's just what it is. You know, the shit that killed me the most is whenever, whenever they was going for the black men, all the white men had to go together. None of them wanted to go by themselves. They was like, it's three of us. It's one of, one of them. Yeah, it was like, oh, yeah, but, you know, the Negro man is like an ape. He is like an ape. Yeah, this is exactly why they oppressed y'all from the beginning. I'm trying to tell you something different about that black DNA. Because when they went up in the Congo, they said, whoa, look at that strapping black man. And yes, they did. They said, look how strong, look how mighty. Then they said, wait a minute. These people on this side of the world, they advance. Y'all don't even understand that. They advance. They smart. They strong. Okay? It ain't but so long before they probably come over and take us over. It's something about, oh, you gotta impress, oh, you oppress shit you don't understand. You oppress shit that you feel threatened of. You don't oppress and you don't, you know what I'm saying? Um, I guess you could say, uh, terrorize something that you love, know, and understand. It's usually something that you feel threat about, whether it's ignorant threat or not. And this is exactly what happened. Eventually, they came over and they said, uh, shackle them and chain them. Bring it over here and break them down. And this is exactly what the demon kept saying to him. You got to find what they love and to their hearts, find out what they love, whether it's their kids, their husbands, break them, break them, break them, break them. It's all about breaking it psychologically, okay? Even in slavery. I told y'all, hey, he was the first free black republic. Right, um, Toussaint Louverture, let it, okay. But I also said that um, Nat, Nat Turner in the South almost did it, almost made it. Only reason is that the white man got head notice and was afraid. They always knew that if black people to this day, they know if black people get together, forget black people. If the whole nation just got together and said, fuck the government, there's power in numbers. But how can you control the people, divide and conquer? Okay, you got to divide and conquer, break them down, take their kids away, rape their women. You know what I'm trying to say? Take the man away. Sell, they just had a baby, sell the baby. All this breaks you down. The, 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 the lady's working in the field. Oh, you seen her eat a grape? Put a muzzle on her head. All of that, how the hell? Oh, you, don't let them read and don't let them write. And don't, hello? <laughs> you don't do that to a people that you feel if you give them how knowledge, how to read and write, and if you give them land, and why they couldn't have all of that? Because they was afraid. And so the whole concept when these black people moved in was the same concept at the beginning of the time with the white man and stop telling me I'm not telling the truth because they oppressed everything, you know. And I was looking at a post the other day, the Puerto Rican woman put it up, and I was so proud of her. Well, most people don't know their heritage, but she was saying that she's a product of African blood and Taino blood. I said, okay, so you know that your minority roots wasn't always your complexion. Your minority roots started from Africa. Once they started 300, 400 years, they filled all the islands. What you mean? All the islands. What are you talking about? Every single one. And whatever uh, person was over you, whether it was the Spaniards, whether it was England, whether it was France, whoever your little masters was on the land, that's who came through and bred you the hell out because it was easier to breed slaves and to do, to do whatever. 300 years of that, you start to look different. The people start to look different. That's, just, that's not how y'all always look. That's, that's, that's three, four hundred years of rape. Okay? Rape. Rape and, and people mislocating your children and your children going somewhere and being raped and braided. Okay, that's why everybody look different. Because I hear even the uh, Hispanics sometimes make me mad. They talking about, you know, how um, Afro-Latinos and you got uh, people that call themselves white Latina. And they say they white Latina because they also got blue eye or green eye and all this shit. And I'm like, boy, all Latina started off brown. The brown that you're disrespecting is literally what yours used to look like. It's just probably in a certain part of where your people came from. More of the blood was mixed in with whatever your oppressor was. You came in with the African blood. Okay, you came in with that. This is a fact. It is, I say, you black. In a sense, you black. You, you black. <laughs> it's the truth. You, you just, we all broke off and started new other cultures, subcultures. But at the end of the day, the bottom root is all the same. Oppression. 
oppression. Look at Puerto Rico. It's a U.S. territory. Come on. There's, there's not one nation standing that's still not opera. Haiti even still got um, U.S. influence and French influence, even though they got the French out and they can't get right. And people think it's because of this and a curse. No, it's because of politics. They're not. Every government can help you put somebody in power. That makes sense. Everybody they put in power is literally meant to destroy and keep the confusion in place. And if you don't know that they move like that, I think you're just a little naive. It's already been proven. You know, nobody is picking all real. All democracies isn't really de- real democracies. They're fake. Once the America comes in and they stack whatever system, like I remember when Egypt went from having prime minister or something to being a democracy and they cheered and I said, okay, America's here to help you make it dem- be a democracy. Just know whatever leader you have that look like you, sound like you, knows your custom and religion, was approved by the U.S. to stand there, meaning he's going to, whatever he do, they're going to have some kind of influence over. So enjoy that America is in your country and the white man is still there. Yes. Even in Jamaica, the white man is still there. In Africa, you know how many uh, U.S. embassy and, and, and British, 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 Britain is still all over Africa. Yes. Yes. I didn't see one African content that ain't have white influence still to this day. Show me one. Thank you. I'll wait. I'll wait. What are you talking about? Every island got some, some kind of other country that still have a... That's why you got so many um, Jamaicans in Britain. You know what I mean, Jamaican, you know, you know, you know what I mean, black uh, Jamaican community over there in Europe, in England and UK. I love the Jamaican fucking Europe. I love that shit. I love the way they talk out there because it goes back and forth. It's easy to get a citizenship to go straight over there. So it's like the same territory. My point is, though, back to this shit, man, I, I can't, I cannot support it any longer. I'm not going to allow Lena Waithe and this bum nigga to piss me off anymore because I, I certainly went through the emotions last night. And before I was scared, I was upset. And then I said the most scary thing about it is that, you know, the, the boule house Negro mentality is yes, boss. We, yes, boss. It's like, it's like Malcolm X said, oh, we sick, master, master sick, we sick, master. Okay. He don't, he can't, that house Negro can't relate to the field Negro. Okay. Because the house Negro automatically get treated better. He get treated better so well, he automatically think that master love him. And if it ain't for master, and I'm kiss master ass, he master, 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 because master cut the check. All right. And stop acting like that shit ain't real. Mad boule house niggas in Hollywood because the white man cut the check. White man cut the check. Exactly why Dave Chappelle was like, they want me to put on, y'all need to listen. At least, he was, at least he was honest enough to open up his damn mouth and say what he's going to say. You can't do what you want to do. I don't care how creative you was. I don't care what first project you did. After a while, it gets political. We don't want to see that. That's not things for the times. Do something like this. Then they see that shit. They're like, yeah, we're going to push it. We're going to push it all the way to the top. You got one, Lena. You got one, little blah, blah. And they do it. And the white man's like, oh, look at this, look at this. White people all pristine in their right state of mind. I tell you, when slavery, when slavery ended, it wasn't supposed to end. They didn't have a plan. They didn't have a plan because Lincoln freed the slaves. He, they did not. They shot him. They shot him. Dead. The two realest presidents, everything that ever talked to y'all right and wanted the best for you, they killed. Okay? How come no other president get killed? The black president even get child. You really believe that they really love Obama? It's a whole arsenal. I just seen the white man the other day in the video who said when this protest, when this verdict come down and y'all niggas take to the streets, literally, you know, take to the streets and get to looting and to rioting and fucking up our cities. He's like, we ready for you this time. So it was locked and loaded and his motherfucking fatigues in the woods. So this nigga's a shooter. The nigga is a hunter. That nigga know how to aim. He locked and loaded. And he said he coming. They're ready. They're ready for us. I'm like, listen, this, y'all want to keep up with this race tension shit? Keep it up. Keep it up. Locked and loaded and fucking ready. <clears throat> House niggas. Back to that shit. Um, and the freeing of the slaves. Lincoln. Lincoln freed the slaves. He was not supposed to do that. They sent John Wills Booth. You got to understand. John Wills Booth was meant to look like some random. He was not random. <laughs> think it was sent to do the job. When Lincoln freed the slaves, there was no... There was no plan. If it was planned out that they were going to release the slaves, you think they would have just left us in this country to run around willy-nilly? We got left here. Whoever got left here got left to run around willy-nilly is pretty much what happened. Or you end up got caught up in a stupid-ass civil war, and you fought for them, okay, until you became a sharecropper and realized that they was never going to let you own shit. They still was holding you down because they didn't want you to be here. And then you probably just started cleaning the white man house if you was a woman now and all this shit. And then we got to a raisin in the Sundays, you know. Walter Lee, Walter Lee, the check is coming, Walter Lee. You know, this this was this is the progression of the black man in America, you know. But um by going back to a JFK too, he's trying to wake you up, up to secret society. Shit y'all still say is a conspiracy theory. He literally made a whole speech about it. We're not gonna be for secret societies, we're not gonna be about keeping things against the public. We're not you know what they did? They every fucking Bobby, him, Bobby, all of them, every single one. They say it's a curse, it ain't no curse. The the family just tired of nope, the jazz down. Yes, that ain't good. Jesus, that's what you wanted to do. This what you wanted to do. All right, boom. Okay. This is the truth. 
After that, you got to get in line. They don't let you They don't let you get a mic. They don't let you get number one stream. They don't let you get all this stuff. They don't let you get number one touch of your ass ain't in line. You better get your ass in line. So, that's it. I guess that's all I got to say. Tired of the narrative. Um, I don't feel like I paid for it because um, I, I don't know if, if it was just I have Prime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think it just came with the subscription because I didn't have to sign up for anything. I don't feel like I paid for it, but I did stream it. So, I do feel like I supported it. Maybe I feel like if I had read in advance, you know, then I wouldn't. It's kind of like Cuties. Was that the name of the, the show on Netflix that people was um a little controversial about too? Um, little girls being a little bit too sexualized early and all this gyrating, all this stuff. Same thing. Like, But I said, mm, I don't want to base my overall opinion on it off what other people say. Don't you want to watch sometimes? Like, you know, don't knock it till you try it. And that's exactly what I did with this. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I just... I, I know what y'all trying to do or what y'all going to claim y'all trying to do, but you know damn well there's a limit. It's a limit. And uh, it just seems like glorification of, of black suppression, pain, suffering, and the crushing of, of the human spirit of the African-American male or female here in America, you know? Because this theme is really here in America. I'm not saying other places blacks will get oppressed, but not like here, not like here, not like here. You know, the black man is not loved here. And that's it. I know there's more I got to say about the, the just the more fuckery shit that I've seen, but I think you should also go see it for yourself. I might do a part two, like I said. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I wanted to say. No, that's it. That that there was that she found two other families that had moved into the, to, to Compton and exactly the same thing. These These women ended up killing their kids. Or one of them supposedly she she su- supposedly she saw her take her baby out of the oven. The black woman went so crazy she's putting her baby in the oven. This is what I'm talking about. Like they showing you black women going crazy killing their baby. The, the whole like deteriorate the black man, uh, kill the you know make the attack the black man. You know kill it. What they say if you want to kill a snake you got to attack the head. Or um if you even you know if you're in a group and you see a gang of people get the biggest person first, get the man, drive the bitch crazy to the point she kill her kids. You know, and they put them in the same asylum. Come on, man. I hope so breaking up of the black family. Breaking up the black family with the promise of getting ahead. Same thing with um the guy. That's what I want to say. The husband who became the engineer. Okay. And he became an engineer after he was in the army. Still traumatized from things in the army uh, for an all-white company. Now, his co-workers, he's probably the only person in the show whose co-workers was actually uh, not racist. Okay, because the little daughter, she went to school. She had some racist friends, but there was some racist people there. They didn't say nothing to her, but she had that one fake imaginary white girlfriend, that child, Lord, I don't know. That demon had to cover herself with white pain. We already talked about that. But the father didn't have that problem at work with the coworkers, but he did have a problem with the guy who hired him. So it come to find out the guy who hired him only hired him because he wanted his brain, okay? Didn't like the color of his skin, but for filthy lucre's sake, see, this is what started to happen at the time for our people. So a lot of people who came in with the best jobs in America after a time, they still had to fight their way through because they respected your brain, but they didn't respect your color. So he had to deal with that. When they went to the big, uh, they did some big project that was super successful. The head head top of the company is having some, uh, I don't know, luncheon to celebrate. Everybody's welcome to come. His boy's going to tell him he could have the day off and go, and he would tell him to come, but it's a lot of... um boring shit at the party it's a lot of boring shit at the party you're not going to be interested you should just go home you know henry whatever his name is but henry could see and he's like i'm and he's also then he's like i'm just go home now henry is starting to realize you know like you're trying to play me out you know you talk to me like i am i ain't shit and like as a black man i should be thankful you even gave me this job like my brain is something but for the most part at the end of the day i'm still black so kiss your ass all day so he's starting to get to the point he's starting to realize he ain't shit so he crashes the party and he makes it to the little luncheon and now he sees him there. He's like, wait, whoa, what are you doing? I, th- I thought you wanted to go, you know, do the half day thing, take the day off. He's like, oh, no, bro, I thought maybe I would just take the time to introduce myself to head of the company, you know, head head of the company. Since, you know, the, and then this is when the white man had a dust to say, wait a minute, you know, I would introduce you, but I'm going to tell you the truth and be honest with you. Um, when I hired you and I told him that I hired a new um, engineer to work for me, I didn't tell him that he was black. So, you know, you going over there is going to get me in trouble because you black and, and he said, oh, OK, all right. No, I totally understand. He's like, so how about, how about I just go over here and just chill? And he started to act like he was going to go somewhere else. And he went straight to the head head of the company. 
and he said, hello, my name is so-and-so and so, and so-and-so. And don't you know the head of the company turned around and looked at him and said, oh my God, yes, I heard some wonderful things about you. He was like, I want to know what is your secret to the thing, da 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 here goes the other white nigga, the snake white nigga in the back. Look at nigga, you done been busted. You done been busted. And you know what? In jobs and places today, the black man is still going through that. Okay? We know that. Because we experience that every day. Why do we have to see it? I just want better. And I'm not saying that Lena Waithe hasn't put something together in the past. I, think she, I, I didn't even watch the last series that she had put together with a bunch of young entrepreneurs running around through, I don't know, ATL in Miami, blah, blah, blah. I just want better, y'all. Y'all got to do better. You know? Is it is it a lack of... um? African-American education in y'all history because I can help you. You know, I'm not even, I don't even have the level of money that y'all got. But if I could, and I could push it together. I mean, is it just you need to read a book? I mean, I find that with all the resources you have, you could watch so much, you go so much, you could find films from 1811. Like, you really want to be as a cinematography? You really want to be director stuff? You really be want to be on your shit? You could find stuff. Read a book. I'm sure whenever you're trying to, you know, put a scene together and y'all trying to go back to the time, I'm sure that y'all reference older movies who have done it, but I'm sure you still go back in history and you be like, well, in that time, they had this, so let's see if we can make a makeshift that. Do your history. Come up with something better. Oh, you can come up with something better. What's going to happen? You're going to get canceled. It's like all the woke R- um, R&B and artists and all the woke um, rappers that have been around since I'm a kid that still can't get real signed and labeled because when they talk about stuff, they tell you stop smoking and drinking. They're not, they don't want that. They're not going to make that number one because kids going to start smoking. They want your drinks. So they want your kids smoking, drinking. They want your kids, you know, uh, and, and on other things. My day, that's what they was talking about, smoking and drinking. I need to say smoking, drinking, popping pills, um, sniffing coke, popping molly. Hello. How many know? Zan. How many know? Uh, um, perks. Yeah, this generation is on a thousand things. You know what I'm saying? That's what's going to sell because that's what's going to get the money when your kid is in it. Come on. I'm done. Um... Yeah, I don't think I'm going to address this again. I, I just mostly just discussed it, especially to, I feel like the black woman was severely attacked. A black man, especially in a black woman, a black family, in a black household. It was not that serious to get your point across, especially if you're just going to be a horror series. And my other question is, is that what you're going to do every season? Just keep bringing this shit? So the we so now instead of instead of being mind fucked by one show that comes around once every five to ten years or a few years for an hour and a half, maybe two and a half hours, because, you know, even those are long. Roots was forever. But it was it. Roots was good. You know, it was different. Roots was different. But that now instead of having to suffer for just two hours and some change every few years, now we're gonna now we gonna we got a whole season. Niggas gonna be watching <laughs> the every day next week. <laughs> well, not next week because you're streaming it. But now you got now you gave you gave me ten hours of mind fuck. Y'all stepping it up. They, that's why they gave it to y'all. They said, oh yeah, they have a movie. Let's do a series of psychological African-American psychological warfare. Y'all don't know what psychological warfare is. Look up psychological warfare. You tell me when you look at your media, this thing, then you tell me you don't see psychological warfare on the mind, especially in, in the race, race-wise. Don't you see it coming? You know what I'm saying? And on that note, Chapel's Corner, um, I love you. I hope you all have a blessed, I believe, Tuesday ahead. And I'll see you all soon here on Chapel's Corner. Love you.